Hey, what's up? It's Chris from Make Me oh. Podcast. Today's episode is on comedy. Awesome episode. Uh, I had a lot of fun making this. Uh, just talk basically. Please so delete that. What we enjoyed about comedy, uh, you know, our favorite comedians, favorite specials from comedians, a bunch of really good stuff. Uh, it's going to be a short intro just because we talked at ad nauseum uh, about this and I uh, want you guys to get right into it. Also added a, a little thing from our friends at Scranton. I want you guys to uh, <laughs> figure out what that is and uh, who that is when you find it. Uh, it'll be a little fun treasure hunt. As always, email us your questions. Um, make me happy podcast at gmail.com. Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash make me happy podcast. Without further ado, here's episode two comedy. All right, cool, Ron. You want me to intro first? Yeah. <sighs> what are we doing today? Comedy? Comedy. Okay. Um, blah, 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 blah. We're back with the Make Me Happy podcast. As always, I'm Chris Carfaro, alongside... We're going to take two. <laughs> just do it. Just say, just say, what's up? What's up, everybody? <laughs> Make Me Happy podcast. We're rolling again. Uh, Connor wanted to start off with something. Uh, do whatever you're going to do. All right. Uh, well, I want to pay homage to the, the, the podcast that came before us. So. What's up? What the fuckers? What the fuckerinos? What the fuck, Nicks? Ha. Ah. <laughs> what was that? That was Mark Maron's intro. Actually? Yeah. I've never even heard that. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, I want to I want to start I want to start uh stealing different things from other popular podcasts. Yeah, we should do a different one every time. Yeah. Okay. Like next time we got we got to get the hyena cackling. We'll do it. Well, that's not that popular. We need I mean, who like cares? Joe Rogan's We're not that intro. popular. Hey everybody. <laughs> What's up, you freak bitches? Hell <laughs> yeah. Need yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> or Dax Shepard goes, welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, um, everybody. It's the Monday Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Burr. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just checking in on you. <laughs> Zip. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Are we getting into it? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. So I want to talk about comedy. It's probably one of the biggest influences on my life in the past probably i mean very early on this was a huge influence but long time but yeah recently. But in the past three years i mean i can honestly say and let's get a little depressed right here uh it totally saved my life um sad morning <laughs> yeah sad morning we'll pick it up don't worry about it um but i remember when i was in college super down and depressed uh, i talked a little bit about this in the intro of the last podcast uh, I would literally just lock myself in my room and go through Netflix and just watch every single stand-up special there was. And honestly, I could say I'm a comedian right now, and it hasn't helped my comedy at all. I'm fucking so bad still. <laughs> but it got me into the place that I wanted to be, and I'm uh, I'm happy right now. So, uh, yeah. It, and plus, my older brother told me I had to get a hobby. And I was like, well, comedy. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm funny. I make my friends laugh. And when it's I... cool seeing how much better you get every time. Yeah. It is cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's... I know I tell you that a lot, but. You've never told me once. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you too much. <laughs> this is the first time I'm uh... hearing about it. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel better. It's been, yeah. I don't want to talk about me the whole time because, you know, everyone already does. But 
it has been kind of crazy seeing how how far I'm getting Did into it. Did you just it. say everybody already does talk about you too much? Yeah. Or all the time? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm in New York at least three times a week now. Yeah. And it's like, I walk down Fifth Ave and it's just like, oh, what's up, Carf? Hey, Carf, you baby, what's going on? I'm like, guys, I'm with my wife and kids. Please leave me alone. It just never stops. I mean, that was believable up until the wife and kids part. Oh, yeah, because I'm a gay dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway uh yeah that that's my take on it right now i mean i connor you like comedy we both yeah. started together it was fucking insane at the old stand well i wouldn't say i started i, I uh, did it we did it at the exact same it, time yeah. yeah we started mm. you're you you're, started no I, you're i think that your comedy career is like uh bread yeast it's it's in a dormant state oh, you gotta put some little hot water on it and we're right back into it. We're, we're making the dough. What's the hot water? Making the dough. What's what? the proverbial hot water? In hot this water? Situation? Yeah. Uh, motivation? Motivation. Uh, uh, you know, writing. Uh, actually being funny. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things that we can put in this water. You yeah, know? actually it's, it's being funny would be It's heavily would be nice. fluorinated water. <laughs> it would be nice to actually be funny and do comedy. Oh, I see. You got a new book, by the way. Beastie Boys? Oh, that's not new. I've uh, had that. That's a, it's incredible. Is it? Yeah, it's awesome. Because it's a lot about like New York around that time, like the 80s and shit. Brooklyn, Bronx, Queens, Dude. and Staten. Manhattan, really, like CBGB. Yeah. Well, you missed uh, From the Battery to the Top of Manhattan. Uh, from the Battery to the Top okay. Open letter to NYC. Uh, you wanted to start, not the the dumb thing that you did with Mark Maron's podcast, but you wanted to start with a, a new section to the podcast. Before yes. Yes. If you guys don't know, Chris is currently unemployed. Yep. Making that. Um, this time, not, not on his fault. This no, is, uh, it's never been on my fault. Well, we'll, we can talk about that, but, uh, no, let's talk about it right now. <laughs> I've never gotten fired for a job because no, I no, no, I didn't mean fired, but you, before that job, you were unemployed because you chose to go a different route. Yeah. You chose to be unemployed. Yeah, yeah, multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> first, but you want to go down this street a little bit to see where my blossoming comedy no, career? No, because this is not what this podcast right, is about. Right. We want to talk I don't about have a job. Right so, this will be how we open up most podcasts now because Chris is unemployed, and I'm just curious what an unemployed person does. So, it's going to try to do these on the week on the weekdays now because of this segment. But Chris, what'd you do today? <laughs> well, it's funny, ass Connor. Not much of anything. <laughs> uh, no, but. Let's see. I woke up at nine. Jesus. Because, well, what was today? That's actually when, early for someone who doesn't have a job. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I woke up at eight initially, Wow. but I hurt my back rock climbing, and I didn't feel like getting out of... Uh, Did you go rock climbing yesterday? I went rock climbing on Tuesday. No, Monday. Okay. Yeah, before my show. Oh, this is that second day injury. <laughs> yeah, before my, shows, before my shows on Monday. I went rock climbing, hurt myself. Then I went to bed super duper late that day, and I slept in only till ten, which was crazy. But back to Tuesday, today, today. Woke up at uh, nine after I went back to bed for an hour. <sighs> then <laughs> I had my grandma make me breakfast, <laughs> <laughs> so that took up a little of my time. Uh, what just? Saying, Grandma, make me breakfast? No, she comes down the stairs. As soon as I open my door in the morning, she comes down the stairs. Chris, what do you want for breakfast? And I was doing intermittent fasting because I'm a fat kid. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I was not eating breakfast, but I was like, I earned it today uh, by waking <laughs> up on time. And I, you know, ate breakfast. Okay. And then as I was eating breakfast, I watched Get Up on ESPN, the full two hours of Get Up. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, like I said, my back was sore from the day before, so I actually did a pretty hard yoga. Oh, nice. Um, I did, uh, it was like an hour and a half of yoga. I was wrapped up in a sweatsuit, just trying to get, shed those extra LBs. Um, do you actually burn calories when you sweat? So, wait, when you sweat or when you do yoga? So, no, like sweat, like, you know, people do sauna suits and everything. Like, right. that's just water weight. Yeah, it's just water weight. Yeah. It makes so, you feel better. It does? Yeah, I think it's like half detox, you know, because obviously you're putting, or you're pushing out a lot of the What are you detoxing right? on a Wednesday morning? I mean, I'm a comedian. <laughs> I drank a fru bruise the night yeah. before. No, actually, I've been performing sober recently, which has been kind of cool. Hmm. This Saturday, I'm not because everyone's coming out to see me. So, like, in between the 5 and the 9 o'clock show, I'll probably have, like, a beer or two um, just to hang out if anyone yeah. if anyone pops in. The 5 o'clock show, I'm not going to drink at all. I'll tell the people what you're doing this weekend. Well, it's not going to come out in time. That's true. Okay, yeah. here we go. Well, anyway, I'm at uh, <laughs> I'm at Dangerfields <laughs> on the east side of Manhattan at five o'clock. Then I'm gonna head on over down to Broad, or actually uptown to Broadway Comedy Club. Uh, it's on Fifty Fourth and Eighth Street. If you're wondering, still going down, but yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, we're just gonna live a little bit. Really uh, yeah, they're um, all pro show for the first time, so I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, Where are we going with this? Oh, what'd you do today? Oh, um, after I watched Get Up for two hours and then after did the yoga. yoga. Yeah. Um, I actually did a lot of work for the podcast. I created all the uh, Patreon. I made sure everything on that was uh, all updated. Uh, that's patreon.com. You already talked about that in the intro. Podcast. The separate intro. For this one? Yeah. I will talk about it. But if yeah. you know you guys feel like going, pressing pause, you know, giving us a dollar or two. That's fine. Um, looked into sponsorship because we need that money. You know, we're trying to make bank over here. Connor's mm -hmm. trying to get on the non-working train. We've got to make sure that we Yeah, please it. help me quit my job. Yeah, and if you guys like it, we could put out more content with him not working. I just really, I can't let anybody who, like, at work know about this. If I keep saying, Why? I'm like, let me quit my job. Dude, at my other job, I just told them I wanted to not work the entire time. And they were all like, yeah, it's called a having a job. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, I did a lot of work for the podcast. I cooked dinner for my family, uh, and then I wrapped all that stuff up and came out here. That's a nice day. Yeah, it was pretty I'm nice. I'm kind of jealous. Huh? I'm kind of jealous. Oh, the other thing I did, I started playing uh, Magic the Gathering on the computer. Yep, this is it. <laughs> yeah, That's I, what I wanted to hear. I played. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was a little bit that of a snooze fest. It was like... Okay. Yeah, I logged on. Oh, yoga, nice. Because I was, I was watching. What's was... the deal with yoga? <laughs> I mean, are you doing any exercise? Do you just like Lululemons or are they for an activity? <laughs> that was, I don't even know who that was. Um, yeah, It's but... hot to do a Jerry Seinfeld impression right now. Yeah. Please delete anyway, that. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, Magic the Gathering. I, um... Yeah. Signed up online. It's called Magic the Gathering Arena. Are you good at it? How do you get good no. at it? Well, it brings you to like a... Because it's a ridiculously hard game to understand, which is what I'm finding out right now because I fucking suck. You play people online. but Our uh, good friend Matty, he plays it, right? Yeah. 
My good friend? He's my good friend. I said our good friend. Oh, I thought you said my good friend, Maddie. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, yeah, you've got another good friend named Maddie that plays Magic the Gathering. And it was a proposed as a question. Like, our good friend Maddie plays Magic the Gathering, right? And then you but said, you the my an- good friend. But you knew the answer. I wanted to be sure. Whatever. It's either that yeah, or they give you they give you like a um, like a tutorial through the thing. You've got this really obnoxious like entity of aura that teaches you everything and like fake enemies that talk to you and like ye old Dungeons and Dragons English and shit like that. Dude, I, I like do make fun of this, like and it, it was funny to hear you say that you play Magic the Gathering. But online. now you now you're legitimately I'm not like interested. into it. I'm not into it, but I do find it real cool. Like I would do Dungeons and Dragons, I think. Dude, like yeah. If we got like a, a crew oh, together. I looked that up. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, would never be the, the dungeon master because it's take like, too much work. Yeah, yeah. No, I think he's just taking it way too serious. And then you could kind of get away with But saying, I would want that. I would want somebody to be like yeah, super serious I would want that as the dungeon master. Yeah, but then you could just be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to give into it. I'll, I'll make a scene with you, dude. But yeah. in, the, in your head, you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> I hope I don't le- embarrass myself. I'm only a level five wood elf. Yeah. This guy's a fucking level 10 nymph. <laughs> <laughs> I am just playing in way over my head right now. Yeah. Yo, we haven't talked about comedy yet at all. We talked about Seinfeld impressions. That's good, right? <laughs> What's the deal with airline food? It's not air and it's not food. I'm not good with impressions. <laughs> okay. But um, um, all right. You yeah, said you wanted I to start actually, with something, though? And yeah, that yeah. is what Chris did today. Maybe we'll we'll not do that again. But we'll, we'll I liked figure. it. Yeah. I mean, because I like talking about me. Yeah. I'll know to. I'll hit the the highlights next time. Yeah. 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 I kind of sprung this on you last minute. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it should be the most interesting thing you did all day. Yeah. But I still want it to be. What'd you do today? All right. We'll work on yeah. it. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to talk about comedy, obviously, because. Yeah. Ooh, I'm so gassy. I wanted to talk about it because obviously I'm kind of going through the um. The beginning stages of of the New York comedy scene, and I think as far as what I've seen online prior to actually finding out about all of these New York comics is mostly, um, basically West Coast guys. Like those were kind of the guys, especially for podcasting. Like you kind of got bombarded with all the West Coast guys. So you kind of, at least me, yeah. I'm, I'm talking completely for me at this point. I mean, yeah, we got obsessed with Joe Rogan's podcast for a little while. That was the first one. And, the and first then, one and then you just hear all the guys that he's yeah. friends with. Like it was yeah. with Dalia. But I, the yeah. thing is, like, I thought all of their comedy was the same. Like as far as just broad strokes, mm-hmm. like everyone kind of sounded the same. They talked about the same stuff. Now that I'm getting storytellers. in. Storytellers. Yeah, big storytellers, kind of like, uh topical things like that um you know kind of political but anti-political very nuanced comedy Mm. uh well thought out well planned not that i'll get to it but there's different scenes there too i mean we'll you keep going we'll talk hey you wanted me to start i'll I'll tell you when you can jump in (laughs) i'm trying to make a point (laughs) then i started doing all the new york stuff and i realized and I realize because these are the two main things that I've actually seen is that the New York style of comedy is just completely different than a West Coast style, hmm. completely different than a Midwest. You think it's like the attitude? The just because yeah, the attitudes are where people live? I was thinking about this on the way here. I felt like uh, like West I wonder if your opinion will change as the further you go on. 
Maybe, but I also don't think so at all because I think you can see that echoed in like. Well, I'm just curious. I'm not saying it will. Oh, I'm saying yeah. like I wonder if it does. I like and you like the more you know it because you're still pretty fresh. Oh yeah, there's, yeah. I've, so like I'm on and off for a year now. It's not even been longer than that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if like maybe this the scenes that you're seeing happen everywhere, yeah. kind of. Oh, I'm sure. Mm. And I'm I'm sure the more you put it under a microscope too, like. I've done a couple shows in Philly and they're different than a New York comic. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that like once you zoom in enough, it's all going to be, you know, mixed up. Yeah. I just always, I I thought it was weird. And I was just about to say, I likened it to like nineties hip hop where you got like the, the very specific East coast versus the, it's still, that's still there though. too. We just don't listen to the new stuff to pick up on the nuances. Yeah. But what I'm saying is like, I found it so interesting. The, the geographical differences in the tones of, of comedy. That's cool. Like, um, the West Coast comedy, like we just said, kind of topical, kind of laid back, more kind of intellectual storytelling, mathematic jokes almost. And then New York, the more and more I'm at it, it's like, hey, you don't like my jacket? Go fuck your mother type comedy, you know? Like, it's in your face. It's a lot of With a Boston accent. Yeah, go fuck your mother. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's, it's been like insane to see that because now i'm noticing that i'm trying to bring more energy to every single show because the guy before me just went off to like almost minute local references to have people pissing their pants (laughs) i'm the guy from new jersey that comes in rural new jersey really didn't live around the city at all so now i have to bring that same intensity along with like my own voice and it's just been really interesting to see how that's kind of uh within the last i would say four months mm-hmm. how that's kind of just shown itself to me and i love it yeah. but it's definitely something i take into consideration when i go up on stage and something that i've kind of been uh learning about as i'm it's just bringing this. the energy yeah that that new york energy yeah because it's I, not like bah, 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 bah. no it's like a different it's like it's like uh it's like a uh, a sprint compared to like a marathon where it's like you just have that initial burst of energy and it's go go the whole yeah. time mm-hmm. and then i would say like i said before the west coast guys are more like a marathon like they're gonna bring you in and you're in it for the whole ride you're never yeah. gonna be like super taken away by anything but you're also gonna love it like the whole time through it would be cool to see like uh like, i don't know like like martin when we talked about martin norman he's like a joke writer uh, what <laughs> he's That's like a David tell like he still does jokes yeah like Jesselneck, but he's like a, a weird league but um it'd be cool to see mark norman new york guy definitely new new york energy and stuff yeah. even though he's from i think he's from down south louisiana and I then believe. see like a joke right like, i don't know any like real joke writers from california or like west coast shit but to compare them and see if you can pick up on that new york energy on those styles and not just the like the storytellers like where it's a little bit probably a little bit easier to see yeah you i don't I, mean? I don't think that I'm just saying it'd be interesting. Yeah. I mean, to see if you could pick up like those differences. And I think that's why I like to go see all the West Coast guys, especially coming from around the East Coast. We don't really get a chance to see a lot of them unless they're on tour. Like, we went, Mm -hmm. we just went to go see uh, Bert. Bert. But he's a New York guy. Yeah, initially, for Mm -hmm. sure. But I would, I mean, he's still got that same like storytelling, laid back flow. He's a little bit more aggressive in some of his, um, his tags. He's just a, a straight up storyteller right yeah. now. But his tags like are are New Yorkish. 
like he tags jokes with really aggressive premises and, and a lot of energy, but you're going to be weaving that in with a much longer, like eight, nine minute story. Yeah. Yeah. Which is just, you know, obviously you're seeing. I saw about Ari Shafir. He was like a joke teller and now he's like, it's cool. He does these like allegories almost and, and uses like stuff he's interested right now. It's just all about the Jewish religion. Yeah. When I went to go see him and then he like, Tells these personal stories along with like, how crazy is it that we do this too? And then like that, like, I don't know, it's pretty cool. So that's kind of weaving them together. What's the deal with Jewish airline food? (laughs) Um, I was just about to say something. Yeah, I haven't got, I'm just starting now to kind of get into Ari Shafir, but like, um, it definitely, I've, I saw double negative. It had definitely a vibe of. The West Coast styling, mm-hmm. but still, you know, he's again. This he is had one of the best callbacks I've ever seen. Oh, uh, my friend got pregnant on a Tinder date. No, it was. Um, it talks. It's not even like I. I. It could have been just like off the cuff in the special, but he talks about how kids can't drink water, and then later on he goes to drink his own water. And yeah, goes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, fuck I'm garbage. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That is good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that I mean that's really all I had to say about regional stuff. It's just yeah. really interesting to see the different type of stylings, especially because the U.S. is a melting pot of cultures and races. And to see, like... You the, know, I think of it more of like a mixed salad. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. <laughs> anyway, that's what I had to say about that. That's cool. Who was your first, the first comedian that you remember getting into? Uh, ooh, this is a good one. And I know mine. All right, on three. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Dan, Dan Cook. Cook. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that. We no, probably did, but I, that, think, I, was saying, I was saying that dude, for real. Dude, this is actually a crazy funny memory. Uh, I remember going on a family vacation with my friend Harry at the time. Like, I went on vacation with his family. Yeah. And we went up to, like, Martha's Vineyard. Shout and, out, Harry. Yeah, shout out, Harry. Uh, he's dead, too. And uh, I gotta stop saying that. Um, no, 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 no. Everybody from everyone our from high school is dead. Everybody's dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, or oh, yeah. And then midway through the trip, we stopped and stayed overnight at a hotel, and we were in sixth, seventh grade, something like that. Um, and we were watching the late night hotel TV, and it was like Comedy Central. It was Comedy Central Presents, those 30-minute specials. Dude, yeah. Yeah. And so many good comics on those. It was like, Comedy Central Presents, and then it was Live at Gotham. Was the I never same watched show. Live at Gotham. I think I mm. fell out of love with, with it at that point. Okay. And I was like, football! Yeah. Um, but interlaced with... Foreshadowing. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Um, interlaced with The Girls Gone Wild on VHS... Uh, <laughs> half naked commercials that is fucking uh, sixth graders were like, holy shit! As soon as it hit one o'clock at night, yep. we're like, put on Spike TV. Yep. yep. <laughs> but Dane Cook was the actual program that was running. Yeah. And it was just like, holy shit! This guy is like just a ball of energy, telling the fucking funniest jokes, stuff that I had never even thought about before. Telling what's his BK? Oh, he lounge? said dirty words. Yeah. 
Dude, yeah, dude, his BK, BK Lounge. BK I called Lounge. that. I called Burger King BK Lounge for probably ten years. Dude, that was one of the funniest things that I heard up until that point. Yeah, like I had my dad's jokes at that point, and that was it. To I actually, had I had uh, physical humor because I liked Adam Sandler. Yeah, yeah. But to actually see comedians mm-hmm. performing, and at that point, Comedy Central was the biggest stage, except for like HBO, that you could be on as far as TV is concerned. It was just amazing. And then you go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool. I remember ta- showing somebody. I forget what we were talking about. I forget what happened. Please delete that. Oh, I shouldn't say his last name. It doesn't matter, but Sean, that's a little weird. We'll cackle it out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're taking Sean shit. Sean showed me Dimitri Martin. He was like, yeah. dude, you're going to love this guy. Mm-hmm. And then I remember not laughing and just being like, what is this? This yeah. is incredible. And then he did that one joke in his special where he just he's just walking on the stage and he goes, I wonder how good this spotlight guy is. Yeah. And then just cuts and breaks off to his right. I started dying laughing. I'm like, he's not allowed to do that. He has to te- yeah. he has to say jokes. But it, it just blew my mind and changed my mind with comedy too. That was yeah, that was crazy too to see how different, especially those two guys. That's like polarizing. Polar difference. opposites, man. Yeah, yeah. So to see that those guys could make you laugh just as hard, probably. Yeah, is like I insane. think insane. But then I started getting into the Dimitri Martins and Mitch Hedberg's, and I was like, oh, I like this. And that's when I started getting into like Paul Rudd movies and shit because he had that dry like, I don't know wittyish humor and i was like oh yeah i'm too everything good for dairy coke calculated now at that point. yeah mm-hmm. and everything was like the a lot of the uh comics talk about laughs per minute those are like jamming in the most laughs per minute that you possibly could and i think dimitri martin probably epitomizes that just because of his fucking one-liners just mm-hmm. a barrage of one-liners uh death by a million cuts you know um but I was just thinking about this the other day, too. I remember one of the first comedians that I actually, like, realized that he was probably the funniest person I've ever seen was... Do you ever... Uh, Kyle Cease? Oh, dude. Do you know his deal now? Mm-mm. I remember that special you showed us. Yeah. And he just does the... Yeah. Uh, this is my impression of the, my favorite uh, Jackson 5 yeah. brother. And it's just, oh, shaving his beard. Tito. <laughs> but uh yeah dude he's like a motivational speaker now really yeah he wrote uh he started doing comedy classes and did, sold this program and doug stanhope tore him apart <laughs> on like a blog post he came to scranton once i have to calcis yeah i didn't see him he was definitely motivational speaking I at the time depressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah you have to you have to read it he called uh calcis a plague a plague? Yeah, because, uh, you know, Doug Stanhope's anti-establishment and everything and, and hates comedy classes and shit like that. Yeah. And he was like, it's one thing for people to just try to make money. Like, they're just shitty people. It's another thing when a comic is dumb enough to set, sign his name on that. But it's another thing for a comic to try to sell something like that to somebody. Yeah. Yeah. When they know it takes 10 years, at least or something, yeah. to get good at comedy. I wouldn't, like, I have a... I have a mixed feeling i think you get good when you get good yeah. i think it probably takes a long time to get comfortable on stage mouse pad? yeah can i put my beer on it yeah okay. okay um i have a really mixed feelings about comedy classes like i think part of me if you need someone to force you to get on stage yeah, yeah sure right whatever part of me thinks that deep down inside but do you need to pay someone 200 dollars a class to that? tell you you're funny yeah yeah part of me d- thinks deep down inside like 
if you're funny, then you can do stand up as long as you have the uh, commitment for it. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I do think that sometimes when people have, you know, stage fright or have some sort of anxiety. That's what Justinick talks about. Yeah. Yeah. I think that that's probably minus therapy might be the best way to get them on stage. Because when you're doing that, not a lot of people are going to have friends that go out with them to just try an open mic. And open mics are ruthless, especially if it's your first time ever going up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I don't have to tell you. I'm just telling our (laughs) listeners. I know. um, I'm agreeing. (laughs) But it's just like. Please delete that. But the most important thing about comedy from what I've heard on podcasts and everything and kind of what I've seen just going to shows and shit is just getting on stage. Yeah. I mean, and like that gets you on stage. So in a way, it's very helpful. It's so funny, too, because I Uh, thought obviously, you know, I'm still living in rural New Jersey. I haven't moved out of my parents' house because comedian. And uh, I think that. Or I started going one day a week to an open mic. And I'm like, oh, dude, I'm crushing it right now. Then I talked to someone. And he goes, "Uh, you're not really doing it unless you go at least three times a week. Then I start going three times a week, start getting my feet under me, start going out to New York. And he goes, you're not doing anything unless you do it five nights a week, man. So I'm like, oh, God. So now splitting time between Jersey and New York. Yeah. Feeling good about where I'm at. I just do my first couple pro shows. Mm-hmm. And then the guys are like, yeah, I only did it four times on Friday. I got to step it up and do six shows Saturday. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. But that's what you have to do if you want to actually do it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep burping into so the mic because I just had a beer and it's filled with carbonation. And I don't do well with carbonation. So if you hear any burping, it's because I'm a pig. That was Chris. Gross. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's uh, it's definitely a weird thing, too, because it's not a lot of um, it's not something that you do and you know a lot of people right away. Um, so it's really hard to kind of figure out the way to attack it. Um, so that's also another thing towards the comedy schools. Like they kind of tell you how to work, um, towards something like uh, we kind of just did open mics and then I had to like listen to podcasts or or listen to other people at these mics, hear what they're, they have it all right there in one spot. Right. Trying it out, figuring out what works, what doesn't Telling you what to do, how to, how to put in work. Yeah. Yeah. And I think my favorite podcast going right now at least for comedians is Bert Kreischer's because he calls it inside baseball and he talks so much about the different ins and outs of the comedy business and he's, yeah he's kind of pretty cool yeah. yeah he's the one that gets me excited to write and stuff like that yeah but he's also very excitable hmm? he's also like someone that can get anybody excited yeah and he's like the shit that's yeah. what I want to be like yeah I don't want to be you know, some sort of cynical guy like you mentioned Stan Hope Fuck you know. yeah. and but Stanhope's all, but that's him. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. I don't, you know, again, I don't know if he wants to be like that, but that's him, and that's who he is. Yeah, it's it's part of finding your voice too, mm-hmm. and I I definitely want to lean it because I I get silly sometimes, and I also get uh, cynical sometimes. So mm-hmm. I want to lean into those those moments and you know make them more often than not how I react on stage or working towards it, like the the. Yin and yang of, like, the mind. Of the mind? Yeah. That's one way of putting it. Yeah. 
happy and sad. Cynical and silly. <laughs> <laughs> I guess cynical the opposite of that. Never mind. Fuck it. Who cares? Uh, anything else? Yeah. No. Well, I mean, just comedy's awesome, dude. It's like <laughs> one of the like f- most fun things to be. Think about it. Like people aren't into it. Like like people get into stand up comedy, and it's like you become a fan of stand up comedy. But it's like, what? Name a more fun thing. Like I'm into just seeing people make me laugh. Yeah. Like into like just like just uh, an autonomous, non autonomous response that makes me just laugh without being able to control it that, that's yeah. fucking awesome it's such a cool like hobby to be into and i love it i think it's cool too um, yeah, because like over these last few years i've become a real comedy nerd i would say yeah like you, you more so than i am yeah and i'm I, like in it i would say 75 percent of the comedians that i like now you've either told me about yeah and i instantly go watch them or yeah. you hound me about them and i'm like <laughs> all right fine yeah but perfect example mark norman you've been telling me mark norman's been funny Dude, for yeah. a very long time now yeah. i was like yeah whatever yeah whatever then i saw him on bird's podcast and i was like oh this guy's awesome and it's so funny cleveland wake up cleveland thing oh yeah <laughs> you showed me that like what three four weeks ago yeah that's it's also one of my favorite things about comedy is that there's so many comics that being able to just find a new one and be like, oh my god, there's some. This guy is fucking incredible. Yeah. And then or this girl too. Sorry, <laughs> but <laughs> damn it. <laughs> but like when you find new comedians, it's fucking so much fun to go and then go on YouTube and see the the shit that they did in yeah. the past that they put up. Yeah. And and you just get to go down these holes of laughter. Literally, whole, you go down like a, a hole like you would watching snakes eat rabbits on YouTube. Yep. And instead of like, oh, you're literally laughing at every video. I love it's this awesome. because last podcast we talked about movies and we started with Judd Apatow and then we were like, Darren Aronofsky, the weirdest, most depressing shit. Like, that's awesome. Now we're like, oh, yeah, but f- laughter is fun, too. <laughs> like, well, yeah, exactly. Because like it all is. It's all enjoyable. I'm yeah. just saying that's the cool thing about this type of hobby to be into something like this is just pure joy. And it is a hobby, too. Mm. It's like. I mean, I would say with anything, at least following entertainers, it is part of like not really a collection, but you are amassing a, a certain knowledge and, and you're able to share that with other people. I think it's like collecting stamps and showing your stamp collection to other people. Like, oh, for something sure. that makes you yeah. happy. And now you have a catalog of go to people that you could be like, oh, this guy will make you spontaneously Dude. move your diaphragm in the form of laughter. It's like, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. And that's like one of my favorite things too is like talking to somebody about their favorite comedian. And if they don't know a lot, they just like have this like little list that they have. It's like, yeah. oh, you like those types of guys? Now I know enough about different types of comedians just from. It's probably been a little like on the verge of obsessive for me. It's like, like social like, Netflix. Yeah, and I'm just like, if you like this guy, then you'll probably like this girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'll just yeah, I say guys too much. I, I don't mean guys, just guys. I mean it's guys. It's guys because we're guys. Sure. Yeah, but it's cool. And then I get to go, oh, you should listen to this person. And then if by chance they do and I get to talk to them again after and they do like them, I feel I feel rewarded about yeah. like telling them like, oh, I gave you this joy, even though I wasn't yeah. making them laugh at all. Yeah, but, yeah. second party laughter. Yeah. Laughter mm-hmm. by association. It's awesome. Yeah, it is a fucking good feeling. Mm-hmm. I remember this is kind of off topic to what we were initially talking about, but. 
going back to Dane Cook at the very beginning, I loved so much to pretend that his jokes were my jokes because it made people laugh and you get that little sliver of like, yeah, I just made you laugh because yeah. I'm hilarious. And like, please delete that. But yeah, I just, that was the one thing I had to say is stealing jokes is fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to, I had something else I wanted to talk about too with comedy. Let's hash it out. I forget what it was. Was it a person, place, or thing? Oh, I do want to talk about comedy clubs and how they're some of my favorite places to go yeah. to. Just being in them. Like, yeah, especially when they're empty. There's four p- drunk people, and they love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just cool environment, especially in New York, dude. Well, I haven't it's been like anywhere else. I mean, I went to the store in L.A., but, I mean, that's, like, one of the best. But the, the whole upstairs is kind of like Gotham. Oh, just yeah. like a little bit more run down, a little cooler. Is that the you know main I mean? room? No, that was the the OR. OR. Yeah. The main room I think is like downstairs massive. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then the belly room belly room is the basement. Is that the one where uh uh Brody Stevenson had his special? Stevens. Stevens? He did it in the main room, I think. He did in the main room. Yeah. Well, wow, that's the only room. Maybe I've he did do it in the OR. That's oh. the only room I've seen as far as like a comedy special. So But it's cool places like that, the cellar. The stand now again, like I want to go back. You to get stand to go. So bad. You go on a Tuesday, even Gotham too. Now that they have their Tuesday shows, they've mm-hmm. probably been doing them for a while. I just started realizing. Oh uh, yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. but uh, you go, you pay fifteen bucks a cover, twenty bucks a cover, and you get to see these guys that sell out uh, clubs and yeah. theaters all across the country. It's incredible. I can't believe I don't go more. This is by far the best time to watch stand up, just because there are so, so many much. people who yeah. are killers Mm -hmm. and they are just well i guess if you're in new york and la because they just come to these two hubs and you could on any single day it's awesome any single day of the week watch a murderous lineup yeah yeah it's it's yeah pretty much every day you have like to stand on tuesdays and wednesdays i mean the cellar when do they have legion of skanks tuesdays right i think tuesdays yeah I wish it was Wednesdays because then I could go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the cellar. The cellar is three different rooms. They have like three different clubs. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Fat Black. Fat Black, Pussycat. Underground. Yeah, Village Underground. And then uh, Comedy Cellar, the original Comedy Cellar. Yeah, that's the one with the Olive Tree Cafe above it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I walked by for the first time on Sunday. That's cool. Yeah. Pretend like you're Louie, except... (laughs) <laughs> oh, I don't have to pretend. <laughs> uh, Please delete that. And that's how you ruin momentum. <laughs> uh, no, that was it was, the, it was so cool because getting to a stop. Yeah, oh, thank you. I didn't. I didn't know that. But that whole street is li- there's five. Oh. Well, oh, yeah. No, there's five comedy clubs right there that are just on any given night you could see killers. You yeah, like, you don't have to walk more than a fucking block, no, which is insane. Plus, all the, like the little ones. I was on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, I showed up <laughs> like three hours before my show. Yeah, so I was just walking all over the place, and I walked all up and down Broadway. And obviously, you have where I was performing Broadway Comedy Club. You have Caroline's. Yeah, I want to go to Caroline's so bad. I, I want to try to get in their showcase. Yeah, yeah. I don't. know. How do you do it? I don't know. I haven't put that much effort into looking. Yeah. <laughs> right now, my next one's the stand I want to get on. 
because that would bring it full circle. Do they have a showcase? Yeah. One of the kids that I have residency with, he just did the uh, the stand showcase. Cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like where it all started. Mm-hmm. We did our first open mic at the stand. Uh, the old stand, you know, before it was cool. Yeah, now it's right in Union Square and has a incredible restaurant up top now. It's like a five-star restaurant or however they star restaurants. It's just really good. I don't know. know. I've never been there. I just see the Instagram posts, and I'm just like, oh, that looks so good. It's like watching Food Network. Yeah. And they have a bigger room upstairs, too, now. Yeah. I think they have it upstairs and downstairs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's the next place I want to go. But, yeah, there there are, like, other small venues right there that I've never seen before. I'd never even heard of before. But I'm Mm -hmm. sure on any single night, you could have an awesome time. You probably won't see, like, Netflix guys at those shows, but you'll see killers. You never know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see killers. It doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. It's cool. Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> There's like a certain brand of comedy like that I am finding myself liking more and more. And it's not really alt comedy. It's but mime, it's not like miming. The miming. They it's kind kind of, but they talk. Right. Yeah, yeah I yeah, get it. I get yeah. it. But uh no, like uh like that dude I showed you, Drew Michael. I hate I hated that thing. Yeah, you, I have n- that's I loved my it. that was my first in all fairness, that was my first introduction to him. That was my first introduction to him, and too. And you loved it? Yeah. I, really I just thought it was like so it. different. I like the difference. I like different things, too. Like, yeah. if something is completely against what... It, I'm have a, I'm more likely to like it than I am to dislike yeah, you're it, a I comedy think. hipster. I think I'm just a hipster at heart, like, <laughs> for sure. Like, if it's a little different, I'll be like, ooh, that's cool. But, um... <laughs> ooh. But I do like his subject matter. I think his jokes are funny, too. I couldn't I just liked how it was filmed. Yeah, like that was just so intimate and cool. But I mean, um, it would, like it would have been a draw. Carmichael directed. It. He's like another guy that I'm, I, I like. That's kind of like that, or it's these slow burn. Joe Para, Joe Para, dude. Yeah, I started watching his show. I'm still not completely uh, into one of the it. Best jokes, but uh, in, tel- in television that I've seen is in that show. Which one? Did you the watch the whole thing? thing? Yeah, the no, I haven't thing. watched the whole thing. I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. I guess you would start to call that alt. That's alt comedy. comedy. I mean, by the old definition, now it's just everything's just comedy. Like, yeah. You know, like I, I don't like that. Not that I'm against the term alt comedy, but I just like what the fuck is alt about it? Like it's just comedy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's just like, a different way to to make yeah. someone laugh. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know where that even came from. I mean, the only alt comic that I can think of is Gallagher, <laughs> just because he's Smash Bros. That was just Smash Watermelon. Yeah. Yeah. Mark Marin was considered. He was he was in with like the alt crowd. Mike Birbiglia is kind of considered alt. Birbiglebug. Birbiglebug. Dude, I meant to talk about this before. Uh, my girlfriend's boyfriend is the best written comedy hour of all time, and I will put that up against any comedy hour ever. Honestly. Like the, how clinical it was, almost. Oh my god! There yeah. wasn't a moment that wasn't just. And uh, saying that it's planned out, it's not a bad thing. It mm. was just so meticulously crafted that every single moment felt you like you were on a roller coaster. I just I watch that sometimes. I'll go back to it if I haven't seen it in a while. I just I get a little sad because I'm like I'll never write something so clinical in my life. Yeah. Which, that's not my brand. Like, but you see that and you think, wow, this is a genius. I can't do this. It's like, that's what it takes to be awesome. Yeah. Amazing. 
And I get that from Chappelle and Burr and stuff like that. But as far as just pure writing, it's just the perfect, at least I think, hour mm-hmm. there is. Like, I could, I'll, I'll watch that more. Did you watch Jenny Slate's hour on Netflix? Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, I liked it. It was, it that's was like different. Very, that's like, that's more of like what, from, remember that alt, that alt show? I'm doing air quotes for people that can't see me. Yeah, we went to an <laughs> When LA. you do air quotes, you just gotta go. <laughs> alt. <laughs> we just made our first thing. Aww. <laughs> so your first alt comedy yeah the, the place i went to in la with with, <laughs> we were there. with like brandon wardell and sarah, sarah sherman and chelsea peretti but but that was like i the, like chelsea peretti she was a little bit different she just read some poetry about how much she was angry at donald trump pretty much and then and then did some stand-up stand-up was definitely better than the poetry but obviously um but like that's what she, that's what this new hour reminded me of. It's not necessarily jokes, but like just funny, just Who being Jenny funny. Slate. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of just being goofy and silly, funny on stage. Yeah, which yeah. I loved. Mm-hmm. The only problem I had with it is it was an hour, right? Mm-hmm. But it was intercut with all of that like mockument, <laughs> mockumentary <laughs> type thing. It was documentary. I mean, all it was right. Just about Sorry. Her. Well, yeah. I put it in air quotes. Yeah. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, Have you watched Gary Goldman's new hour? Let me finish this. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> um, but it took up a lot of her actual stand-up time. So Yeah, which was, is fine with me. I, That's just what it was. I get it, but, like, I don't know. I would have pre... And I guess the whole new thing now is 30 minutes instead of hours. Yeah. I just... I would have liked this. I think it's more. great. I yeah. 40 yeah, minutes, yeah. 45 minutes is perfect for stand-up. The chunks, the chunks are, are too big. I mean, yeah. for someone like Burr and for Chappelle, like, that makes sense. Sure, if they can do it. I mean, I just think 45, I just like it. Like I'm not, I don't, yeah. I don't lose interest at all. Yeah. But um, did you see Gary Coleman's new hour? It's on mm-hmm. HBO. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's on HBO. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll have yeah. to watch that tomorrow. Great Depression. Great Depression. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um, I'll watch that tomorrow when I'm not doing anything. It's good. It's should I watch similar. it? Should I watch it before no, or after similar. I go rock climbing? That doesn't matter. Yeah, but I have to fill out my day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it after because before you could probably. I'm just a, be a lazy morning. I'm you know? doing a podcast with Sean tomorrow. You are about what? I don't know. I think food. Food? Mm-hmm. All right. This will be one of the episodes that Connor's not in, like I said in the intro to the first one. I'm a comedian and he's a contributing member of society, so it's not what gonna change. Sean, what's Sean doing? Sean works. Yeah, but I'm gonna be doing it like tonight. I'm gonna go over his you house after work. Yeah. Yeah. Word. So I'll probably do the intro to this. I would like to do two episodes a week. You could. It's going to be hard. Yeah. Um, I mean, I might have to do like solo episodes or something like that. I mean, every Thursday I'm here 4.30. Oh, yeah, you don't work. Yeah. I do work, but. Oh, yeah, but fuck it. Yeah. What do you, click a button? No, I actually, I get monitored now, so I actually have to do work. Oh. Yeah. What were you saying? I forgot. About Gary Goldman's. Oh, it's because I'm just saying it's good. It's kind of similar to get Jenny Slate's where it's cut with like different stuff. But his, it makes a lot more sense because oh. it's, n- it's not really a stand-up hour. His stand-up, I'd say 40 minutes, is cut within this hour show about this thing. Oh, okay. Don't yeah. say it anymore because I want to watch it. Okay. It's on HBO. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll watch it yeah. after I go rock climbing yeah. tomorrow. 
I mean, I, it's incredible. I watched it last night by myself, and it was. I actually started it a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "Ooh, this is hitting home." So, kind of had to stop it. And really? Then, yeah. And then Great um, Depression. Yeah. <laughs> might really hit home for me then. Mm, yeah, it's it's pretty rough. Okay. And then um, I like Gary Goldman too. He's good. And then he's so funny, dude. And he actually performs at a place that I went to in Brooklyn. I didn't even know they did comedy shows there. East Village? In Brooklyn. East Village Comedy Club, yeah, in Brooklyn. No, it was Baby's All Right. It's not a com- I didn't know they did comedy there. Oh. It's called Baby's All Right. It's, it's like a bar, a performance place. I want to East take Hill. my time to apologize to Eastville. I know it's Eastville and not East Village. I've seen mm. many a comedy show there. My friend Zach Russell performs there, so I apologize to any listeners that were Oh, is that where you saw Stavros? Yeah. That uh, one-toothed bastard. Funny guy. He's uh, the younger Greek piece. A little chubby. Still kind of a piece. Yeah, he's got a piece. He's cute. You want to wrap this up? <laughs> yeah, I'm losing steam. Talking about fat guys, Greek bods. Greek bods. All right. Anything, anything you want to say to end? Nah. <laughs> well, everybody, that's the podcast. <laughs> follow us on social media. Follow us on social media. Uh, future episodes. Yeah, future episodes. We want suggestions. We want questions about the episodes that we just did so we can, you know, take up more time <laughs> and answer some questions. If you want to give us a suggestion and hopefully ask us questions, but if you do give us a suggestion, please include a Wikipedia link <laughs> or a link to bulleted <laughs> something notes. so we know. Or bulleted notes would be the best. Perfect. Your opinion on this, and we'll just read it for the podcast. Yeah, it'll be like a, it'll be like a ghost sponsorship. No, you'll get no credit. Yeah, ghost sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Angels Angel Investor, is that what they're called? Uh so They'll call we'll e- call those our the Angel episodes. So you can email us at make me happy podcast at gmail.com. Please delete that. Patreon.com slash make me happy podcast. We'll put in new tiers if you don't see something you like. Put in those suggestions. Um, and we'll have a Twitter account up in, by next episode, too. Yeah, I'm not good with social media. And like I said, I've got the most free time. So someone's either going to have to school me or <laughs> Connor's got to get on it. Yeah, I'll, I'll make a Twitter account. All right, cool. Um, and then we're also going to do an Instagram account. We'll, we'll try to do pictures of stuff that we talk about on episodes and uh, pictures of us so you can see us enjoying ourselves yeah. at those things. Uh, by the time this comes out, I'll have a show at Dangerfields Comedy Club uh, at 5 p.m. on November 25th. And then again on December 7th, I believe that's a Thursday, possibly. December 7th? Is yep. it Saturday? December 7th is Saturday. That'll also be at 5 o'clock. Uh, come out, support. That's why they filmed Joker. Um, it is. He's yeah. not lying. And then uh, all my Philly people, I'll be uh, making a show out there in late November. So, And hopefully one in the Poconos. Yes, hopefully one in the Poconos. we got to talk to the money man about that. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening. Peace. <laughs>